The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. Remember the Thai cave rescue? What about the mission depicted in Black Hawk Down or the epic rescue shown in Captain Phillips? You've probably heard of all of these, but did you know that U.S. Air Force Special Warfare played a pivotal role in all of them? These airmen are the most highly trained warriors on the planet. Other forces like the SEALs and Army Rangers call on them to provide skills no one else can. Not many people make the cut, but if you think you can, visit AirForce.com to learn more. This is the Busted Open Podcast. You can listen to the full show seven days a week from 9 a.m. to noon Eastern on Sirius XM Fight Nation Channel 156. Welcome to the Busted Open Podcast. This is Dave LaGreca. On today's episode, myself and Mark Henry talk about the new free agent coming at the end of this month, Okada. Okada is leaving New Japan. Where will he land? We talk about that with our very own Justin Labar. Also, Mark and I sit down with the greatest of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair, right now on the Busted Open Podcast. Justin Labar. Justin, good morning to you. Good morning. Look at this. Friday morning. A cold, crisp Friday morning with Dave, Mark, and Labar. Reunited and it feels so good. And it feels so good. Mark, how are you? I'm good, man. Like, this is like the old days. Yeah. Friday, a whole lot of wrestling and a whole lot of Rosie. That's right. And a whole lot of Justin Labar here in the first hour of Busted Open. Again, I say it each and every time you're on. Justin, you and Jonathan Hood are killing it. Killing on, it. On Sunday mornings. You're doing a fantastic job. I listen each and every Sunday. Um, man, and, and it was great even this past Sunday to be able this close to the Royal Rumble to have a show when you're really not even talking about the WWE because there was so much going on in the world of pro wrestling outside of the WWE. You and Jonathan did a great job breaking down Hard to Kill. Great job talking about the possibilities of Sting's last match. And again, Jonathan Hood and Justin Labar each and every Sunday morning here on Busted Open on Sirius XM Fight Nation, Mark. They, well, we, we had the whole entire week, Justin. The whole entire week. And then you and Jonathan on Sunday hit the whole Busted Open Nation world with what y'all felt like the way Sting's career needed to end. And I was like, damn, I wish we'd have thought of that. Like, y'all y'all did that, man. That was so good. Well, I appreciate you both. Uh, yeah, I mean, the, the, the Sunday show has been a blast. Obviously, this past Sunday, like you said, Dave, I mean – you know, we had so much coming off of Saturday night. You know, Jack Perry popping up on New Japan. Yep. Um, and, and and again, for those who just listen to Fridays, those who just maybe listen to shows that Dave's hosting during the week, if you haven't checked out Sunday, I encourage you to check out Sunday. And Jonathan Hood is a tremendous, tremendous co-host. He 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 drives our ship on Sunday, and that man is a he's a radio vet. He he steers the ship and is driving us to success. I definitely, if you enjoy good wrestling talk, 
you absolutely will enjoy Jonathan. You might disagree with him, but that's what's that's what's fun. He's a great, great, great. Yeah, I, then, I disagree with him a lot, but I love his takes. Yeah, you know, I, I, I mean, when 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 he when he said what he said about Dusty, I, I just I almost took a plane to took us to Chicago just to go pay him a visit. Oh my gosh! With a yeah, ball we won't even hammer and a pair of pliers. <laughs> we won't go part. there. We won't go there. But him. And Justin do a great job. And then uh, Saturday's Mark with you and Denise. And then we're going to see that again tomorrow. You and Denise do a fantastic job on Saturday. So we have your weekend covered you. here on Sirius XM uh, Fine Nation. Because I, th- I really feel like, Mark, you and Denise Salcedo have gotten into a groove as well on Saturday morning. So, like, you know, the weekends, we don't take days off. We're, we're seven days a week here on Sirius XM Fine Nation. And... Justin, you mentioned New Japan, and, you know, Mark and I were talking earlier about, hey, back in the day, 1984, Vince McMahon said, you know what, the hell with the territories, and I'm, and I'm going out there, and I'm picking the talent from every territory, and then I'm going in that territory, and I'm taking over. And I just brought that up because we don't know where Okada is going to land, but you have Asuka, and you have Nakamura, and you have Io Sky, and you have Kari Sane, like... If you if the WWE is able to add Okada to that list, don't know, but if they're able to do it, they can go into Japan and they could probably go to the Tokyo Dome and draw 40, 50,000 fans at the Tokyo Dome. Your thoughts? Absolutely. If they if they acquired Okada, uh yeah, and add that add him to the all the existing Japanese talent that they have, uh, sure. Um you know, and we've heard there's been rumors, you know, circulating that WWE is looking to make more connections, relationships in the Japanese market. Uh, of course, NXT, you know, prior to the pandemic, you know, it was it was well known, and we see with NXT UK that they wanted to expand NXT globally and have performance centers all over. So, you know, uh, acquiring one of the biggest Japanese, one of the biggest New Japan stars ever would fall in line with any and all of that. You know, what's he? What is Okada going to do? I, you know, obviously. I think we all we're all just kind of basically going okay. If he's leaving New Japan, I think everybody's kind of going on the on the. It's either AEW or WWE. That's kind of that seems to be the you know mm-hmm. right. So, you know, AEW feels like the place he already knows, the place that's had a working relationship with New Japan, Forbidden Door, um, less of a schedule weekly, and, and certainly as you draw it out on a yearly basis. You know, and from what I read, you know, he he's a, he's a he's got a a young child, and so, you know. Do you want to stick with? Do you want to stick with kind of what you know, but you know who you've worked with in Tony Khan, who you have familiarity. Do you, do you do that? But you are in are in the United States a bit more in front of the audience more. Is that is that is that where you go? Or part of me goes, you know, he's been in New Japan for as long as he has. He you know he has had you know done some work with AEW and and, and the relationship there with New Japan and AEW. Part of me goes, does he want a new venture at this part of his career? And a new venture would certainly be WWE because WWE is a different animal. It's not just the matchmaking possibilities that you get with AEW and that you get with Forbidden Door, with WWE, it's a whole new presentation. It's 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 media. It's it's you know. So and then like we said, it's also if if it's also building relationships like WWE might be wanting to do, you know, and, and you're front and center in that. If if TKO Holdings comes to you and says, "This is what we want. We want you to be our number one liaison alongside with Nakamura and Asuka and Io." 
uh, this is what we want to have done. That might be at, at his age and his mid thirties, having accomplished what he's already has has done in the ring. That might be very attractive to a businessman like him. Mm-hmm. So I'm really torn. But I, I, if you would have if you would have asked me a year or two ago, I would have thought absolutely AEW hands down, no argument. But given what we've been seeing with WWE and the merger and all the things they laid out, I give I give a little bit more consideration that WWE could be a possibility. Justin, I I, I look at it like, yes, he's Japanese. But he's also an incredible wrestler and a free agent, regardless of, of I mean, it, when you start thinking about international growth and doing something in the country that he's uh, that he's from. Yes. But just as a wrestling. Like phenom, like this is a free agent that you need to go look after. And it, that's AEW. That's WWE, TNA, everybody, all the top dogs. If you have the money to spend, you should try to go get that guy. He is he is an unbelievable talent, and you can put him with anybody, and they're going to be better right away. You put him with your greatest guys, and now you have the means to put together a main event for every pay-per-view that you go into by his namesake and by his work. So, I mean, it's a win-win. You've got to pull the trigger on it. Mark, what would you – because you're right. Obviously, you, anybody, anybody anybody has a wrestling company and that you have any kind of television or distribution, you do your due diligence and just try to have a conversation with this guy, figure out what's his price, what can you offer him, what, you know, what, what, what can be done. Going back to WWE – if if he if Okada was to sign with AEW, I, nothing changes, right? He he's everything that everything that that has built him to this point, name, uh, moniker, move set, style can stay the same, and he does the same. If he goes to WWE, WWE is going to want to probably alter to some degree presentation. Am I wrong? Like what yeah. what factors does that have in this? I mean, that could be one of your. Uh, it's not always what you get; it's what you negotiate, and you have to go into it going. Okay, this is really a non-negotiable. This is really what I want, guys. And money, I, I, I'll, I'll go back on the money, but I need this. This is, this is where I hang my hat. This is what drives me. And I feel like that Okada has the power to say, this is a non-negotiable, and and I, I really need this. And I also and, and feel not many people have that. Yeah, and and Mark, I didn't mean to step on you, but I also feel like Triple H of all people understands the importance of the name and the value in that name. Like I think if this was five years ago or ten years ago, yes, Vince McMahon would be like, all right, he's Okada here, but he's not going to be Okada in WWE. I think I think Triple H understands about that. The fans now know the world outside of the WWE. And I feel like he understands the importance of that name and what the importance of that name would mean internationally. And, and Justin, I brought up the point to Mark before, look at Nakamura. There really isn't that much difference between the Nakamura that we see in the WWE and the Nakamura that we were seeing in new Japan. And I believe Okada is a, is a bigger star than Nakamura was in new Japan. So I feel like, Mark is right. I feel like that's almost like a non-negotiable point. Like, if he does come into the WWE, it's going to be the Rainmaker, Okada. Right. I got to be yeah. the Rainmaker, man. Yeah. This is who I yeah. am. And I guess, this I guess, is to both why you. you want me? 
And I guess to both of your points, he's going to cost a pretty penny. Even if he pulls back his number a little bit, he's going to cost a pretty penny no matter what. And so, yeah, I guess if you're going to make that kind of investment, if you're if you're triple agent, if you're going to make that kind of investment, why why make the investment and change the name that's made him worth that? So yeah, I mean, it's, and when it's you a, and when you're 36, Justin, you you sign a a, a long term deal, you sign a four year deal, five year deal, with this X amount guaranteed. You know, you know, we we see it in football and basketball and baseball all the time now. Guys want a, a, a large percentage guaranteed. You know, you you you're looking at Shohei Otani, like mm-hmm. the the negotiations for uh, guaranteed money is is the new thing. Like it's not only it's not only necessary to have a, a great life and to be able to you know really live the life right now, but it is a a prestige thing a value thing to to the fan bases and the, even the sponsors the sponsors they listen like hey let's let's get this guy let's pay him the money it's only going to say to the rest of the world he is more valuable than every other player at his position so now that's what you're saying with Okada hey we're going to pay him this money and it's going to be guaranteed and we're going to use them like that, too. That forces you to do the right thing. <laughs> so I, I'm all for it. See, see Mark, that's why, you're, that's why you're my consultant, because I'm 36. And so I'm telling Dave and Big Boss, man, I, I, need, I need guarantee long-term with Busted Open. Well, let's talk security. after the show. We can't, you know, we can't, we can't <laughs> yeah. give it up right now. And I'm 52, and I'm looking at cemetery plots. All right. Um, <laughs> tonight is a, uh, a big smackdown, Justin. Um, it's unbelievable. Next weekend is the Rumble already. It's it's pretty insane, and 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 then once and then once we reach next weekend, bam, we're on the road to WrestleMania 40. Uh, tonight we're gonna get the contract signing. Fatal four way at the Rumble. Uh, Roman Reigns, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, and LA Knight. I mean, let the speculation begin, Justin. What do you think, man? Like we're a little over a week away from probably one of the biggest matchups we've seen at the Royal Rumble in quite some time. What are your thoughts going in to this contract signing tonight on SmackDown? Uh, I mean, it's going to be electric having all four of those personalities, Yeah, uh, even just, even just surrounding a table with pen and paper and having a microphone. It's, it's going to be something to uh, can't miss. Uh, you you got to hear it, got to see it, you know, and I, and I like, I like the match. You know, I, I said it before on busted open. I like the match because, you know, it, it provides so many different scenarios. It provides if you, you know, it, it provides if, if the title was going to come off Roman, you can do it in a way, potentially not even having to pin him. And that, 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 you know, that sets a whole other thing up later. It, by putting LA Knight, a guy like LA Knight in this title match, in this fatal four way, uh, you can, that then justifies him not being the 30 man rumble. Cause that's, that's common. If you're in a title match, you often are not necessarily in the 30 man rumble. So it takes him out of the 30 man rumble. And if he's not going to win the 30 man rumble, you know, you you can you would run the risk maybe of a, of a hijacking of the crowd, of disappointing the crowd if he gets eliminated, and, and that distracts from whoever is going to win. So, I like this title match on this Rumble card for a lot of different reasons for each of the personalities. You know, early prediction: it's hard to bet against Roman, considering the run he's having, and considering we know you know we know the Rock is circling. Um, you know, when do they fight? Is it a title match? All those things are all the different layers to this. But 
I think this is a great – normally the Rumble is so front and center of the 30-man Rumble, as it should be, yeah. but it is really exciting to have one of the world title matches that has this 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 much unpredictability or this many avenues that they could go. It's it's, it's a great, great creative situation for them and for us as, as fans watching. I got a question for you guys and the nation. What is the over-under of how many security guards are going to be there? Why? <laughs> With these guys? Signing, oh, yeah. Oh. You're going to need at least five per guy. I was going to say 16, four per guy. All right, so you're going five per guy. All right, uh, yeah, 20. I could, I could Surround the ring. However many bodies it takes to fully surround the ring. Well, and, and the other the other question is over under how many of those security guards are going to be over 125 pounds? Because a lot of times we see these security guards and like a large shirt is baggy on them. You know, maybe, you know, maybe invested some bigger security guards might be. I don't know. You have less. Go- <laughs> you have less if you have bigger ones. Otherwise, I say 25. I'm going to set my number at 25. I said there's an op. There's a chance here. At the Royal Rumble, think about it. Like what Justin just said about, you know, obviously the Rumble match is always the factor. Man, you could be looking at a new undisputed WWE world champion at the Royal Rumble. Think about that. I mean, it's not a guarantee that Roman leaves the Rumble with that championship title around his waist. They may take a severe left turn at the Royal Rumble here. You can't. You, you have to factor that in, because all we keep talking about is WrestleMania 40. Who's going to face Roman Reigns? Roman Reigns may not even be the champion when we get to WrestleMania 40. Yo, what's going on? This is Bully Ray from Busted Open on Sirius XM's Fight Nation. For 15 years, we've brought you the best pro wrestling talk on the planet. And now, we're bringing you even more. Yo, guys, welcome to Busted Open After Dark. Every Wednesday night, as soon as AEW Dynamite ends, I'm bringing you instant reactions with the Busted Open Nation. The only place to party on Wednesday nights is Busted Open After Dark. With me, Uncle Bully. Download it on Apple, Pandora, or wherever you get your podcasts. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. Are you struggling to lower your bad LDL cholesterol, even though you may be taking a statin, swapping steaks for salads, and exercising while listening to this podcast? Ask your doctor if Repatha Evolocumab is right for you. With Repatha, you can dramatically reduce bad cholesterol and the risk of another heart attack while enjoying life, too, because you're human. And with convenient self-administration, you can take Repatha in the comfort of your own home. Do not take Repatha if you're allergic to it. Repatha can cause serious allergic reactions. Signs include trouble breathing or swallowing, or swelling of the face. Most common side effects include runny nose, sore throat, common cold symptoms, flu or flu-like symptoms, back pain, high blood sugar and redness, pain, or bruising at the injection site. Visit Rapatha.com or call 1-844-RAPATHA. Talk to your doctor today about Rapatha. 
The best part of spring cleaning takeaway is the post-clean clarity you get. It's kind of like when you find out you've been paying a fortune for wireless when Mint Mobile has phone plans for $15 a month when you purchase a three-month plan. It's time to switch to Mint Mobile. All plans come with high-speed data and unlimited talk and text delivered on the nation's largest 5G network. Ditch overpriced wireless with Mint Mobile's limited-time deal and get three months of premium wireless service for $15 a month. To get this new customer offer and your new three-month unlimited wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month, go to mintmobile.com slash busted open. That's mintmobile.com slash busted open. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash busted open. $45 upfront payment required equivalent to $15 a month. New customers on first three-month plan only. Speed slower above 40 gigabytes on unlimited plan. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. Warmer, sunnier days are calling. Fuel up for them with Factors, no prep, no mess meals. Meet your wellness goals in time for summer thanks to the menu of chef-crafted meals with options like Calorie Smart, Protein Plus, and Keto. Factors Fresh Never Frozen Meals are dietitian approved and ready to eat in just two minutes. So no matter how busy you are, you'll always have time to enjoy nutritious, great-tasting meals. With 35 different meals and more than 60 add-ons to choose from every week, you'll always have new flavors to explore. Crush your wellness goals this May with dietitian approved meals and ingredients that you can trust. Treat yourself to restaurant-quality meals that feature premium ingredients like filet mignon, shrimp, and blackened salmon. Head to Factormeals.com slash Busted50 and use code Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month. That's code Busted50 at Factormeals.com slash Busted50 to get 50% off your first box plus 20% off your next month while your subscription is active. The greatest of all time, the nature boy, Ric Flair. Sir, how are you? And thank you as always for the time. Oh, great. Anytime I hear from you, it brings a smile to my face. Well, I, I, see, I appreciate... I see Mark on a regular basis now. Yeah. Yeah. How do, how does it feel being $5,000 outfits, uh, and that's not including the shoes. <laughs> yeah, I, um, I'm, I'm really enjoying it. They're not really not <clears throat> really nice people to work for. Good. I'm glad. I'm glad that you found a home with AEW, we get to see you on TV. And then and then Rick getting closer and closer to that last match for Sting in yeah. March. And and to to have uh you with Sting, uh to even see you enter the ring and give those chops to Hobbs and the poke in the eye and and to have, you know, JR and Tony Schiavone on commentary in two thousand and twenty four. Like t- to me, Rick, as a as a you know, a fan as long as I have been to see that happening. It is really a treat for the pro wrestling audience. Yeah. Well, uh, it, well, I'm, I'm really excited to be part of it, but I don't even know if you're aware of this. When, when Tony said he wanted to do Greensboro, I was, uh, I mean, I was happy, but I was so skeptical because of, you know, how, well, not just a combination of crack promotions at the end Trying to move Starcade around, and then um, you know, the, with the absentees, guys not showing up to work from WCW without any penalty whatsoever, just killing the towns. It is sold out, guys. Yeah, it's not. It's nineteen thousand seats already gone, and they're trying to go to the forum next door. Really? Wow! Can you imagine that. It's already. A- I mean, nineteen thousand. That's 
ACC basketball kind of stuff. That's amazing. Uh-huh. And and that's yeah. really on the strength of Sting. And, and, and yeah. I know you've heard this a million times, but, and I know you're, you know, a, a, a friend of Sting's, but everybody thinks of that match from Clash of Champions between you yeah. and Sting of really making Sting's career. So I think it's, a, it's absolutely fitting that you're going to be in his corner for his last match. Yeah, I'm, I'm, I'm very excited, but to, to be quite honest with you, I tell people all the time, he made himself. Going 45 minutes when you haven't ever done that before, his longest match probably being 10 to 15 minutes at the most yep. to go 45 minutes. And we didn't, we didn't, you know, you know me, I don't do, I don't do rest hold, whatever they call it. I mean, we just kept going. So um, I was really, really, he made himself. I mean, I, I'm proud I was part of it, but to go 45 minutes when you haven't done that before wide open is pretty impressive. You know, you mentioned Starcade, and, you know, one of the things I want to get into is obviously we played the sound of the Royal Rumble, which is, believe it or not, this on this date, this is the anniversary date of that Royal yeah. Rumble in 1992 when you won that WWF championship. But you know what? Let's go. Like, what did that moment feel for you? Because, Rick, I'm going to tell you, and you probably already noticed, I was a diehard NWA fan. So to see yeah. you jump from the NWA to the WWF that night was like – an amazing moment for me as a fan, but it also was like, oh my gosh, I can't believe Ric Flair has that WWF championship around his waist. What was that night for you back in 1992? Well, God, I mean, yeah, everything I said, you know, my stuff just comes off the top of my head. That's the truth. (laughs) With a tear in my eye, man, because her had run me in the ground so bad. I mean, I don't I don't know what I did wrong with between him and Bischoff, but man, they just they couldn't do enough to run me in the ground. So um it was a huge moment. I mean, I, I we never even talked about that when I went to C events. I didn't have a guaranteed contract. I had a handshake and I didn't even know about it till I got well actually Jake Roberts told me I thought he was ribbing me. Said he said, I hear you're going to win a belt. And I said, I am pretty talking about. And then I got there and Pat and Vince called me in and said, what do you think? I said, yeah, you'll find me fair. <laughs> in the words of Ray Stevens. <laughs> so I was, over, I was overwhelmed. I, David, I didn't expect- you, talk, you, you talked about earlier uh, before Rick came on about how much uh, I love me some me. Like, I think the advantage of Rick being Rick and loving Rick, like he, like him loving himself is the same way as Muhammad Ali loving Muhammad Ali. Like, there's only <laughs> about five or six iconic athletes over, across the board. And you, I mean, you can name them on one hand. Ali, you can, Andre. There's two, there's maybe two wrestlers in that top five. But when you say Mike Tyson, Muhammad Ali, like that's the name that you put a Ric Flair in. Like, Rick, does that ever feel like too much? Like, I, no, nah, don't do that, guys. Don't do that. Like, does it ever get old to you to be considered to be old, one of the greatest? I, I, I don't see myself in that light. I mean, I see myself as being successful and, but there's a big difference between what I did and what Muhammad Ali and Mike Tyson accomplished. And Mike and I are partners. We talk about it all the time. Um, I will tell you something. I got, and I, 
thought about this last night when I was thinking about the show. So, you know, Charlotte's had surgery, right? Yeah. Uh, it's been a week and a half. So I was speaking with Dr. Dugas, you know, Jeff, uh, Mark, right? Oh, yeah. You prior to, I, I was at the hospital prior to, uh, and he's been there 30 years. You know what he said to me? Now think about this. He said, since he's been at the Andrews Clinic 30 years, right? Ashley is one of the top three athletes, not wrestlers, that they've ever done surgery on. Wow. Now think about that. We're talking Bo Jackson. We're talking, I mean, I, I can go down the list of people, the Tommy Johns, I'm all bold. He, he said, we consider her one of the top three athletes, not wrestlers, to ever come through the doors. And her recovery, I mean, she, she, she just, she's crushing it, guys. I mean, she's, you know, she, she she's not going to come back faster than they, than they will ever recommend. But, I mean, she just, she's just, that's unbelievable. But I, 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 I thought that might be one of the biggest compliments that anybody could ever get. I mean, it's, it's unfortunate that it had to come from a doctor at a hospital. But I keep telling people, man, she's a different kind of cat. And to well, have them when you're talking about operating on Bo Jackson and people like that, that that's pretty pretty strong. And 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 Rick and I've said it on this show, and and that's uh, I mean to to hear that that's amazing. But I yeah. I said when it's all I've said on this show many times, and I said this years ago, Rick. When it's all said and done, I I truly believe that she's going to go down as the greatest women's wrestler of all time. And I think when you make a list of just the best rest. Yeah. And I think when you make a list of the best wrestlers, you have to put her on of all of all, you have to put her on that list, which is absolutely amazing. And she can, you know, she could just like, just like you, sir, like she can play any kind of role, any kind of character, any kind of personality. That's a tough thing to do in this business, but the athleticism you can't teach. And no one, no one can match her athletically. I mean, it's it's amazing to be five eleven and weigh one hundred fifty pounds and do the stuff Ray Mysterio does. Come on, it's unheard of. That that corkscrew moon sculpt on the opening of the show is the greatest spot on the show. <laughs> it, it's it's absolutely amazing, and we're gonna miss her at this year's WrestleMania. Obviously, that's always tough. I know that's got to be tough on her to have to miss WrestleMania, uh, but. Well, There's, you have no idea. <laughs> I, 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 I'm sure, uh, and but you know what? There's going to be a laundry list of WrestleManias after oh, this year. I, so she, you know, she's going to have so many more moments, and already she's had uh, some of the ma- most amazing moments. But you know, Rick, c- kind of going back, rewinding a little bit to, to 1992 in that Rumble. Mm-hmm. Um, you were so synonymous with the NWA. I mean, you were. That you were the GOAT, you were the greatest, you were the top, you know, you went to every single territory defending that NWA championship. You, I, I think it's safe to say you were the last real world champion. I don't think, I, I think I could say that without any doubt that you were the last real world champion. The, the last, last traveling world champion, yeah. Yeah, you, you were the last real world champion. I mean, that's it. I mean, period. Because you know the way that He's wrestling is right now. No, because him, nobody <laughs> was able to do that. Because I, I can't imagine what it would have to be like 
Because, like, listen, the WWE travel travels all over the world, travels globally. It was it was, it was three marriages. <laughs> well, I, I, I can I can sympathize. Hey, when, you don't, <laughs> when you don't come home for six months at a time, like you're in New Zealand, Honolulu, Australia, Japan, name it. Yeah. But at least you have the excuse. What's my excuse? I mean, I was home and I went through three. But anyway, that's a, that's another discussion for another time. Yeah. But you, but it, I mean, think about this. Like in the WWE now, you know, Roman Reigns is going to face the same person in St. Louis that he's going to face in Germany or anywhere else. But you, to be able to have chemistry with mm-hmm. a you know, with some, with an Antonio Inoki in Japan and then a Bruiser Brody in St. Louis and yeah. then to a, a, a Kerry Von Erich in Dallas, Texas. Like, how were you able to go an hour to have the chemistry with a different wrestler every night of the week? I don't know. It was just, I'm, I'm blessed. I didn't, I didn't have a problem with it. I, uh, you know, Brody, you know, once, once I figured out, you know, um, what, once I earned his respect, it was, a, it was great. You know, he allowed, can you imagine Brody in the WWE right now? Good Lord. <laughs> <laughs> the guys would be running and hiding. <laughs> or in any in AEW as well. <laughs> running and hiding. Yeah. He, he and Stan Hansen were, were a different couple of guys. And I wrestled them both many hours, you know, Stan and, Oh my God! That the real lariat, the real clothesline. <laughs> but did um, you ever wrestle Danny Hodge? I, I never wrestled Danny, but I got to know him real well. I took my <laughs> first experience with Danny Hodge. Uh, we were wrestling in Knoxville, Tennessee, and I had just met Danny, right? And I came back in for my match, and all the and the, the, the showers were it was cold outside, and all the showers were freezing cold. And 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 the knobs were all broken off. The showers were turning. Danny Hodge had turned off and broken off the, the, with his hand. I've seen him do this stuff, guys. When he was younger, I mean, he, I mean, I've always seen the apple, but to be able to twist off and break pliers, I mean, come on. No wonder, you know, yeah. When he grabbed that ankle, man, that far ankle ride, nobody was getting away from him. No. Yeah, Danny was tough. Uh, I, mean, I was hoping to hear a Danny Hyde story. <laughs> well, there's uh, one for you. I mean, yeah, I'll take that. I'll take what I can get. That's a good one, right? That's a good one right there. Mark, um, marking out with Mark. Yeah, yeah. You know, Danny was great, but man, what a different cat. Um, you know, I think, I think he got disqualified in the Olympics for breaking the guy's ankle. Because uh, he, didn't, he didn't win a gold, but he I think he won a silver, but he... I think he broke the guy's ankle, not not intentionally. Just he had Strength. that kind of that grip was unreal. Amazing, um, you know, Rick. Now that you know you're working with AEW, you get to see Mark every week. You know, what do you think of the of the young? T- are, are you do you have any time to kind of pass your? I mean, my God, if I'm the, anywhere near uh, a Nature Boy, Ric Flair, I'm bombarding you. I, I, it would be at the point you would be annoyed with me. I would be bombarding you no, with no, questions and advice. Like, is there, are you, are, do you have the time to give some advice and some pass hey, that I'll, knowledge to some of that roster? We, it, I'll tell you what's amazing you're asking me that because it just came about last week. Hobbs is the guy that I poked in the eye, right? Yep. 
So he asked me what it what he thought. And I and he I said, Do you really want me to tell you? So I spent a half hour with him afterwards, showing him stuff that it'll just make him better. It just it's little detail things. He's got an incredible amount of talent. But sometimes the the they, they, the guys they come along and they miss the um what am I trying to say? The uh, the thing is that the difference between good and great. Make sense? Yes. Sometimes they learn how to do something spectacular, but but they're fundamentally weak. Does that make sense? And I was just showing them like a better, as an example, a better way to kick a guy down. You know, where you get them close to the ropes, grab the top rope where you have balance of yourself rather than trying to free kick somebody. Does that make sense? Yeah. Yeah. If you can balance yourself, you can you can look like you're stomping a mud hole on them. And they won't even feel it if you if you know what you're doing. You know what I mean? And he's just he's just too big a guy and too impressive to be able to press slam and throw guys around and that, and then you know throw a punch that wouldn't break an egg. What what which wasn't the case with the punch we were talking about? I'll give you an example of what people they they, they missed the fundamentals. It's like when when I broke in Ray Stevens to when to hang that string hit that string until I didn't make it move, right? And I and I did I did spend hours doing that. And then pretty soon I could crawl back and nail a guy. It looked like I killed him and I never touched him. But those are little things that it's just fundamentals and I I am fortunate enough to learn. I mean when you're hanging around Dick Murdoch and and and, and Harley Race and and the Briscoes and all these guys and I had wonderful opportunities to learn from myself. It just, it just, it, it's amazing. It's like Jack Briscoe. They told, they told Jack and I had to do an hour in Orlando one night. And so the referee goes over and says, Briscoe says, you go to the ring first. And then only the champion comes second. So I already assume it's going to be a long night. <laughs> because he doesn't like doing the hours, but that he's way past that, you know, so. We got out there about 10 minutes of the match. He did it when I tell you to put the figure four when we put it on. I said, I said, oh, God, we got one hour. Eddie will get mad. He said, you think I'd really give a shit with it? They just put it. Well, can you talk to him on my behalf? That's the way Jack rolled, man. Jack Briscoe was double tough, brother. 31 and 0 his junior year. Nobody scored a point on him. No one took him off his feet. 31 pins and no one took scored a point on him. Wow. People don't realize that's Jerry. I mean, Jack Briscoe was bad to the bone, man. You'd never know it. Easy going, smoking a cigarette, do five jumping jacks and go out and wrestle the Harvard. <laughs> so so you know rick you have mentored influenced like I, I, i've said this to you off and on the air i wouldn't be doing this show right now if it wasn't for you so you've influenced so many people to do what they do at a high level if you had to choose one person who influenced you the most who would that person be Ooh. The guy that influenced me the most when I was breaking in? Yes. Dusty Rhodes. I can answer it without even thinking. 
I fell in love with the dream. I wanted to be his brother. I wanted to be rambling Ricky Rhodes. Vern <laughs> Gagne said, you're crazy. <laughs> you stay as far away from him as you can. You know, Mark, so I was such a mark for Rhodes and Murdoch, right? So they told me one time, they said, listen, we're going to be on Johnny Carson tonight. You take, it to, take us to the airport, but don't tell anybody. So <laughs> I took them to the airport. And I went home and I told my wife, I said, God, they're going to be on. I was, such, I was such a mark for Dusty and Murdoch. I loved them both. And <laughs> I watched that damn Johnny Carson for an hour and a half or a <laughs> I mean, that's what kind of a mark I was for them. <laughs> they were in Honolulu. <laughs> Amazing. Yeah. Amazing. Hey, Rick. Um, yeah. I, I, was, I, was, I was the same way. I was just such a mark when I came yeah. into wrestling. You remember when I first came, I was such a fan. I had no idea what the fuck I was doing. And I got with Owen Hart, and Owen used. I used to drive, and he used to rib me all the time. I'm gonna talk about this on February 10th at at David Greco's Laminated List. Uh, it's a little snippet of it, but uh, Owen would always take the keys, and he would move the car, and we would come back out. He would he put the keys back in my in my locker or in my bag or whatever. And I would every week, damn it, Rick, I would walk out and I'd be like, I know I parked the car right here. And I'm looking around. And Owen did that to me for like three months, man. Like I, every week I would be like, I thought I was losing my mind. <laughs> and he just and and never sold it. He never uh, sold it un, and, until he did. So it was uh, uh yeah, I was a mark too. We're bad. I've seen guys chain their bags to them. You've seen all this stuff, Mark, over yeah. the years. I, mean, or, or I don't, don't want to give it all up, but Owen, no, no. I'm going to do his top five yeah. laminated list ribs. Okay. Yeah, it's a Gramercy. I, I never got it's going to blow people's mind. Yeah, I've seen Kurt Henning do some horrible stuff, my God. People... <laughs> <laughs> Someone's bag on a conveyor belt going to a different city one time. <laughs> <laughs> oh, shit. Uh, come on. Uh, that's just mean. I know this. That is so that's mean. That's mean. That's just uh, flat out mean. Um, uh, <laughs> you know, Rick, you talk about Dusty Rhodes, and uh, obviously I wasn't a big fan of Dusty Rhodes because I was a Nature Boy Ric Flair fan, and my mm. all-time greatest feud of all time is you – and Dusty Rhodes from back in the day for that NWA championship. But you look at you look at Cody right now, and we're hoping that Cody finishes the story at WrestleMania 40 and, and wins that WWE championship. Like, what do you think about Cody? And I look at Cody Rhodes as somebody that could be the top guy in the WWE, could be the face of the company. What do you think of, uh, of Cody Rhodes? Oh, I think he's special. I, I, I was I was hoping and I actually thought that he would win it last year. Yeah. So but I tell you what really what really really amazed me on, on both on both people's part is you know when when they put him with Brock, that can go one of two ways, right? 
And I actually text Brock and I said, brother, you have just put yourself in a different league because I mean, he but killed him. But at the end of the day, he put him over and champion. And I text Brock and I said, brother, you're a special kind of cat. And you've got me, you, you, you've gone from being a great attraction to a good worker, to a great worker. He is a great worker right now. He is in the class of great. The kid can do anything. I mean, and he, but I mean, and it looks real. And brother, I wanted to wrestle him a couple of times. I just say, remember, I'm just a little bit older than you, buddy. <laughs> he never hurt me. No, but, um, you know, Brock is like, um, well, he's a little bit like Brody. So Brody probably is a little meaner. <laughs> but, you know, Brock's pretty intimidating, right, Mark? Yeah, he is. Yeah. But, but I'll tell you something else. The minute they gave Brock the mic, or gave Brock the mic, where he, you know, let, instead of him, Heyman talking, him, he talked. He's great. Yeah. He was great with the mic. He, he evolved, whatever. though, Rick. Like, yeah. there, I don't think there's nobody... Uh, in that top 10 of all time that evolved like Brock did. Yeah, yeah. The the other well, nine men in the top 10, the, the you know, from, the, from their prime, in their prime, they were who they were. At the end, they were who they were. Yeah. Brock got better and better and better. Yeah. Even in the last three, five years, well, Brock has I'm been sure. better. Yeah, Radio just, Brock. Remember yeah. Radio Brock? He had the big boom box. Like he yeah. would start dancing and showing personality. He never did that before that day. Yeah. I'm like, no, what he, the hell? Like, who is this dude? Yeah, no, he's in a he's in a different a different league than but really someone that has, I'm very impressed with him. And I he said that's a real strong message. And I said, Well, it's the absolute truth. So I have a lot of time for him, but and he's a hell of an athlete, guys. I mean, to win the UFC, I mean, to, to almost make the Vikings, and he hadn't played college, hadn't played football since um, high school. I mean, come on. So he's like a LeBron James kind of athlete. Rick, I told you, he, uh, he he's, he's one of the, outside of my brother, he's the only person that whooped my ass. Yeah. <laughs> hey, after seeing your kid, I think your kid can whip your ass now. <laughs> Bro, I, I'm I'm not even trying to get none of that smoke. I don't want none of it. <laughs> Rick, thank you so much for the time. One last question before we let you go. And it I Rick, I gotta tell you, it's a pleasure uh every time you come on this show. It means a lot to me. So thank you for taking the time out. And again, I got I'm drinking my woo energy. Because it gives all me right. energy all three hours. This ha- helps me go three hours every single day, this woo energy. So, so uh, does the Mount for- Everest. Yeah, uh, well, <laughs> that's a discussion for another time. But now that you're with AEW, Rick, um, and w- listen, AEW has done a lot. AEW's only been around for five years, and what they've been able to do in five years has been amazing. What's mm-hmm. one thing you th- that you think AEW has done right and one thing that – you think AEW needs to work on in this short time that they've been around? Well, obviously they've done a lot, right? I, I, it's hard for me to critique people when I'm working for them and that, but all I can say is that 
if if we do they I mean to me Greensboro could be a whole new day for AEW if that makes sense I mean mm -hmm. eighty one thousand people in London uh, and they're, they're just getting going in the European market but to do but to do um, um, twenty thousand plus people in Greensboro could be a, the, the, they could just start the company brand. I mean, and they they need to come out of that show. They need they they need to make that show one of the best shows to be seen on TV in years. And they and they have the talent to do it if they're all healthy. Rick, thank you 21, again. So... Twenty one thousand in Greensboro is making a statement, guys. I, I believe, and they've made statements. AEW has made some positive statements yeah, in this absolutely. industry. Yeah. So and Tony, Tony is a smart guy. They they'll work hard on that card, and I mean they, they could just Monday the Monday after that show could start a whole new whole new uh, trend for them. Uh, Rick, again, thank you so much. Uh, appreciate the time. You're the greatest of all time. So to be Thanks. able to say that we had the greatest of all time on the show means a lot. So thank you for everything, and it's great seeing you a part of AEW. Thanks so much, Rick. Thank you. Can I tell you guys something? Sure. Always Rolex wearing, dime ring wearing, limousine riding, and private jet flying. Woo! <laughs> Love it. Busted Open is part of the SiriusXM Sports Podcast Network. If you enjoyed this episode and want to hear more, please give a five-star rating and leave a review. Subscribe today wherever you stream your podcast. Catch the full three hours of Busted Open every day of the week at 9 a.m. Eastern on SiriusXM Fight Nation, channel 156. Go to SiriusXM.com backslash Busted Open Trial to start your free trial today. Yeah. You know you need protein to fuel results, but it's not easy when you're drinking the same bland chalky shake every day. Stop punishing yourself and get to GNC for the best protein in the game, including all the hottest brands and crave-worthy flavors that'll keep you coming back for more. We're talking protein that legit tastes like cookies, your favorite cereals, indulgent desserts, and more. So bust out of your protein rut and actually look forward to those shakes with unbeatable protein at unbeatable prices. Fuel your fitness with protein at GNC. The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand.